once more give expressions for That's the only thing we have to fear. Thank you for joining Dead October Uno Mas. My name is Job, aka Castle Cage, and we have Jonathan, aka Fanboy, and Vincent Bernal. What's up, everybody? Bernal. How you doing? It's not Bernal. It's Bernal. No, it's not. It's Bernal. That's a stupid way of saying my name. Bur- it's like me saying no. your last name, Martinis. No, it's Martinis. 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 First of all, it's Martinez. You want a Martinis? Last name's Cage. Uh, Excuse me. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) For your magic family line of cages. Last night. Are you related to Nicholas Cage? We were just talking about it. No. (laughs) It's my porn name. I never thought of that. Nicholas Cage. Good. Sorry. We digress. Sorry. God, you guys are rude. Job has the spotlight. T minus. How do we get through these things? Through what? Through these things. What things? The things. How do we get through things? Well, you just uh, push forward. You just kind of do things and say things. All right, Job. Helps you get through things. Job, you're starting off with your story. Let's go. Last night I had a dream. A dream. I dreamt about Eric. <sighs> What'd you dream about Eric? It just made me really sad. <laughs> well, yeah, every time. For those of you that don't know, Eric was our brother that passed away two years ago. It was really weird. And, like, I dreamt about Cindy, too. For those of you that don't know, Cindy passed away a week ago. Today? She was our cousin. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. We we've had a lot of loss in our in our lives yeah. this last two years. Like ridiculous. Not even the past two years. It's been super I don't know, dude. The the dream was weird. I dreamt that we were at a church and we were I was reliving Eric's funeral. But okay. it was like a completely different church. At a different different place, different and venue. I was leaving with uh, Denise and Cindy. And like, I remember Denise like grabbing me and like, like holding me. And then like all of a sudden I was just like, dude, I miss him so much. I just miss him. And then Cindy walked over to me and like, patted me on the back and said he's he's fine he's okay 
And then he like And then I woke up But I remember they're sitting there vividly Like just staring at him at the, In the casket again That is that nightmare. It's tough. Like, dude, it, it, like, it fucked my whole morning up. Oh, yeah. Like, I got up and I got in the shower and I was just like, dude, like, I was all, like, washing my hair and, like, freaking sitting there just, like, thinking, like, oh, God. Every once in a while, dude, it hits you like a ton of bricks. It, it, you're fine. Good. Don't think about it. Then... The stupidest little thing. A dream, a song, and it freaking guts you, dude. From the inside, it's just like, ugh. (laughs) Like, I was thinking, I like, all of a sudden, Mudvayne came came on, and, like, it just, like, hit me. Like, I was just like, I I had that moment the other, uh, two days ago. Mudvayne was, um, said that they were going on tour again. And, dude... The first person I wanted to call was Eric. Yeah. Well, that re- the actually, first person. I'm I not gonna to lie. When I heard, and it hurt me so I bad heard, that I couldn't call him. And I heard Mudvayne uh, is getting back together or redoing their tour. Mudvayne was Eric's favorite band. One of Eric's favorite <laughs> bands. Dude, it's tough. How do you do that? How do you deal with that? Like, we're not geared for this. So like sometimes we're so ill prepared for this. Sometimes, dude, like I'm sure like his phone has like so many messages for me. <laughs> like I'll call him and just like be like, "Hey, dude." Like so like I'll call him right now. Look. Why? It's still- hello. You have reached Eric oh. McAllister with WS Barricade. Please leave me a voicemail and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thank you. <sighs> But I'll leave, I'll leave, like, messages. I'll just drive around. Like, hey, dude. Um, I need a little help with this one. Can you, <laughs> can you help me out or? Dude, why is his phone still on? Because we, they still pay it. It's, it's heavy. <laughs> it is, dude. That is so heavy to hear. But, like, I, I just... I call it, like, all the time, dude. It's probably got, like, thousands of missed calls for me. I know he at least has one message for me on there. But, like, those of you that don't know, like, we... It's a very sensitive subject. Like, we just... It it, it hits home. So those of you who have lost people that, like, in your life that are super important to you, we're there with you In, in a way where... We're family because we all can relate and understand how somebody is super important to you. And like when you lose that person, their their void is like super, super, super um like it, it's it's well known that, that they're gone. It's a hole in your heart. Like you miss just talking to that person, just being with that person, like Staring into their eyes or like having a conversation or even shaking their hand or having a joke or a laugh or even going down and being angry and you're pissed off at that person and like I I try to teach my kids that like dude life is so momentarily and it, it's 
it's day to day and like you need to treat it with respect and treat people that you you come in contact with with respect and and teach them that the people that you love you need to value them and value their personalities and value their souls because you never know when it's going to come to an end i might be here one day and then next day i'm gone and I try to instill that with my children and I tried to teach them that it, life is valuable. Whether you think of it as a hamster, where you, whether you think of it as a guinea pig, a dog, a snake, uh, a human being, like life is valuable. When it really comes down to it, this world has nothing to offer. But what you do have to offer is ever after Ever, how do you say that? Everlasting life. Yeah, dude. Whether That's what we're all striving for, I always think that there there is. So we've been doing this case that that for a while, for a couple weeks now, and we've been beating our heads over the the whole thing because we are having a hard time determining whether it is a demonic case or a. An attachment. An attachment or a malevolent spirit that's just claiming domination over this family. And let's just say for what it is, it involves a child. And, like, we have to... It kills us. We have to help this family. Like, we have to. Because it's our duty as paranormal investigators to get down to the bottom of it. Do you think you would feel different about this case pre pre everything we've been through in the last two years? Would you have the same compassion? No. No, I don't think so either. I think what we've been through in the last couple of years, dude, we uh it really molded us and shaped us to where we're gonna be now. And let's just call it what it is, dude. He, Eric passed. Right after we started. Right after the very first Like, I mean, Dead October kicked off, and it was Dead October. We were doing paranormal investigating, and what it was more what? of a hobby. Like, it was more of a... Like, I, I've, been do, I've been doing paranormal investigating for years, and, like, I... Like, it was a hobby, dude. It was just like, oh, man, how cool is it to have that name? Like, I'm a paranormal investigator. I go and I do this. I go and ghost hunt, and I take on these spirits and do this and that. But then when Eric passed, dude, it it turned into, like, a completely different, like, element. Yeah, it did. Like, like a, a whole new, like... Playing field. It, it opened us up to a whole new world because, like I've said before, the veil was so thin between life and death because one a part of us is dead. Mm-hmm. It died with him. And it's on the other side. Yeah. And it's living, it's functioning, it's it's whatever's on the other side. We didn't we didn't die and a part of us just like turned to and turned to black and just ash and flew away. No. We can feel like there's something on the other side. It draws us to the other side. Yeah. What is it that's drawing us there? It's not death or just nothing. You go into another plane of exist- existence and there's something on that other side because it calls us every day. 
And it tells us, keep up the good fight. Keep fighting the good fight. Keep looking for these demons. Keep fighting these demons because like it's not it's a, gonna it the reward is it's not huge. about like it's not about publicity and it's not about like making a name for Dead October. We we are content with what we have. Like we do we do what we do and like we we make sure that like whether whether we have like a million people watching us or we just have that one person watch person watching save us one person so if we could save one person, one person to like just realize that there is a spiritual world then Not like even save i i oh, have wait. no shame awake i have no shame i believe in god there is a good and there is an evil and my personal belief for dead october is if you if we can save out of the 6000 people that watch our videos or the 5,000 people, the 1,000 people, the 1,000 people that have recently subscribed to our Instagram. If there's one person in that mix that we save, then we've done our job. And if you're listening to us and done our job. you're having problems with this stuff, call us. We've, we've dedicated our lives to this fight. Shoot us an email, whatever. We're human too. We we we're not above it all. We're not like we're not like superheroes or we're not like movie stars or Instagram superstars, Twitter superstars. If anything, shit. We'll sit YouTube there and listen superstars. to you. Dude, we're human. We'll listen to your story. We work on a day-to-day basis. We live a human life. We have families, we have kids, we have wives, and we we go and we live a normal life. And we do this with a passion. A passion, a passion to to find answers, dude. Like I said, whether we reach one one million people or we 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 we, we <laughs> sound like a quipkey. <laughs> Belly quipkey. Whether we reach um one person, dude, then we're doing our job. It's not about publicity. Because in the end, dude, what does publicity get us? What does it get us? What does having all the money in the world get us? What does having all the Lamborghinis and the... The, uh... The houses and... and dude, I really think that we have been blessed. We've been blessed to be in the position that we're in. That we're able to sit here... And speak our voice. That is something in in and of itself, don't you think? Yeah. Like, dude, it, it's like we we things happen without even trying. We don't even really try sometimes, and we're sitting in a in a self built home, like a little mini home <laughs> that we can call a podcast to sit here and for you guys to listen to our voice. How does that happen? By luck. By like... By like uh, being just... How would you even describe it? Come on, John. (laughs) I know you're choked up. I am too. Like, how would you describe it, dude? We're blessed. 
I like to to be in this position that we're in now. Yeah, we're blessed. What are you? Something wants us to get our voice out. And like I said, whether it's one person, dude, what if Dead October was to help this one family? It succeeded in its goals. Then we su- it's a success. It succeeded in its goals. Because that's all we set forth. Is to awake, like, dude, awaken. Yeah, okay, let's let's admit that. The the money and the success and the TV show, let's be on Discovery and this and that. That would be great, dude. That would who wouldn't want that? Who wouldn't want people just hating you up on Twitter? Oh, Job, you're so brave. You go into those dark places and talk crap to ghosts and stuff like that. But no, we don't talk crap to ghosts. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I don't. But you, you know what I mean? Them. Like, how are you going to get anything out? In of all seriousness, dude. Them. In all seriousness, that stuff would be great. It would be awesome. But I think that's one of the biggest, the worst mistakes that a lot of people. In Paranormal. They, they they walk into somebody and they're like, "Tell us your name." I'm like, no, come on. I think these are living beings. A lot of walk lot in there of, with uh, a little bit of respect, man up, and be like, "Hey, we're here to communicate with you. Well, you don't want to talk to us? Don't I think, talk to us." I you have to approach, sucks, dude, and you I, have to approach investigating as if you're approaching somebody you don't to know. The conversation. Yeah. <laughs> John, John's the one that yells at us that, about that the most. You have to approach them with respect. You can't just go into a room full of people and demand their names and demand that they answer your questions. <laughs> like Batman. Tell us your name. What is your name? Who are you? <laughs> you can't do that, man. You have to treat them with respect. They're people, too. They were once people, too, or whether... People like to believe that or not. Yeah, they were. They existed. Pe- there were people that did day to day things and loved people and experienced things and did stuff on a daily basis. You can't just go. That'd be like if I walked up to you and I said, "What's your name? Who are you? What did you do for a living?" The hell with you, bro, I'd, dude. I'd be like, "Fuck this guy! Like, get the fuck out of my face!" I fucking wouldn't want to answer his questions. Yeah, there's got to be a little more. But you have to yeah. you have to approach ghost hunting just isn't going into somebody's although I'm gonna say we're guilty of it of going into places and be like, Is there anybody here? Hey Yeah, uh, but we didn't get any responses. Yeah. We but, Yeah, but you're like the king of that though. Is anybody here? Does anybody wanna make contact with us? But that's not being aggressive though. <laughs> that's that's just being that's asking. We can't be a I mean, you could be aggressive, sure, to get results. But here's the thing. Let me Jeez, lay this. That song goes forever. <laughs> Let me lay this down right now. Like For those of you song, who have listened to our podcast and stuff and think that we hate all these paranormal investigators like Zach Baggins and all them, we don't hate them. We idolize them. But at the same time... I wouldn't say idolize. Yes, you do. My ass. If he walked in here right now, you'd Oh, dude, hit. I'd be like a little schoolgirl. Hey, Zach! I love you! Why, my Why point exactly. Him? There's more than oh, But dude. that's what I'm saying. Okay, so you're telling me if Billy Tully walked in, you'd be so ecstatic? No. Oh my god, it's Billy Tully! No, I would not. There's so much cream. That's where I put give my me foot the, down. Dummy. <laughs> Is there, Anyways, is as I was saying, huh? Is that it? Yeah. As I was saying, there's 
you know, and watching Ghost Adventures, I have seen every episode. Portals to Hell, I've seen every episode. Oh my god, Zach. Look at the Ta- goosebumps. Taps, goosebumps. I've seen every episode. Um, what? <laughs> I just, uh, I think there's just a, a way of uh, being a TV, <laughs> a TV investigator compared to being an actual investigator. There's what, what's one thing that has taught me is doing this last investigation, how personal I take it, how personal it is and how you can see how this type of thing can affect people. And how it can affect their daily lives, and it's ruining them. It's lives. ruining it. And it, you, how do you not make that personal? You, you don't just make one episode and walk in there and be like, "Oh, who's in here? Stop fucking with them!" And then fucking bounce out and say, "Peace out." Okay, we've done our shit. We're gone. No, no, it's not the way to do. You it. invest the time. You put the work in to help these people. That's being a paranormal investigator to sit there and solve the problems and try to figure out figure out the solutions to helping people that are dealing with these day to day problems of dealing with like we're not dickhead we're, ghosts. We're not saints by any <laughs> means. No, we're far from it. We're no. like far from saints. We're like the Constantines of life. We we talk about our. Okay, so we had some technical <laughs> difficulties. Um, for some reason, our breaker box just blew. We were getting in depth on the spiritual world, and the whole damn thing, the went whole up. house went just like, <laughs> pew, 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 <laughs> and it just like completely shut down. So I don't know what the hell that was about. So um, there you go, paranormal right on, caught on tape. <laughs> <laughs> no lie. <man. laughs> We were getting in depth on the spiritual world. Well, and, uh, the first take we had, the dog wouldn't <coughs> shut up. Yeah. There was nothing outside, and the dog wouldn't stop barking. We've Fine. been they took facing the dog adversity in. since we started this thing. Ever since we walked into the new studio. But, hey, we're not quitters. We're not going to quit on you. We're going to keep talking. Keep pushing our buttons. Keep going. Keep going. But I and just by think pushing buttons does that mean you pushing the wrong buttons all the time? <laughs> so like back to back to what we were saying, like, dude, I I lately I've been becoming like a firm firm believer in in realizing that life is more valuable than anything you can ever think of. Yeah, and for some reason I'm so dedicated to getting Dead October. Um, dead or the Dead Time podcast to getting 
like everything done for the family that we've been investigating for like yeah it it feels like it's just like right you know what i mean like there's things that need to happen that just i don't know dude that thing feels weird that's the most dangerous person of all is when you feel like something you're doing is right you're doing it for the right reasons because you'll go through any adversity you'll fight any way to get what you need to get done done well, I myself have accepted the role of that we have taken on, whether it, I mean, for the fame or not fame. Uh, I more not fame because yeah. I mean, I'd rather help people out and. That's why we go to work. Yeah. <laughs> to it's, make money. But it's it's work in itself. You want this? If anything, it's more work. We had to turn off all our heaters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we're like blowing we're, the breaker because of the heaters. We're good. We're good. I'm just happy it recorded that whole first part because I um, re- rarely do we get that emotional about anything. Yeah. That whole first part of the podcast I had tears in my eyes. I'm very and it's like, dude, it's, it's a super sensitive subject. Well, yeah, dude, that's, like John said the other day, our whole life is death. We're making a life out of death. That's That scares me sometimes, I think well, about that. I mean, I dude, uh, what sucks is that sometimes I catch myself living in fear. Of? Death. What What can you do? You can't do anything. There, there's nothing we can do. It's but inevitable. Like, at the same time, like, you're just so, like, all we all we deal with is death like our whole our like dead october dead <laughs> in the beginning of the damn thing dead time dead <laughs> yeah like, our, and it sucks, our job dude, is because- super dangerous we've we face death on a daily basis not only do we accept death when we get home but what is our job up to like number five on the most deadliest jobs in yeah. america yeah yeah, but then you got like helicopter linemen and all kinds of shit, <laughs> police officers, which yeah, is but way more dangerous. Dealing with power, an electrical line, you know what it's going to do. Yeah, but as a police officer, you don't. Dealing every with day is a probably a sixteen-year-old brand new drivers, eighty-five-year-old drivers who can't see very well, distracted drivers who are on the phone. They're unpredictable. Our job is unpredictable is all hell everything about our job is unpredictable maybe that's why we fit in the and in ghost hunting and as we say demon hunting is unpredictable yeah we're in the unpredictable business it's just when the demons and that side it starts pushing back and starts ruin what seems to be ruining your life there's no do you do you let it get to you or do you keep pushing back and show that you have a backbone and that you're not going to take their bullshit yeah exactly and there's no there's no manual for what we do any any of you ghost hunting teams out there there's not yeah there's people who've gone before you and tra- uh, blazed a trail me, but there's no manual on how to deal with a uh, demonic but let me ask you let me ask you this what if you as a paranormal investigator can post on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anything. Um, show us what your reasoning for being a paranormal investigator is. 
Is it just just to get your voice out there or to walk around in the dark and find scary shit? Or is it to actually... Publicity. Say, like, hey, I'm going to take on the other side and challenge it and show that we're not afraid and that we understand that it's there. Take on the other side, like expose the other side? Is Is that a difference? To expose the other side or to take on the other side? There's a difference. Yeah, I, I think so, too. If you're, I mean, yeah, I you it. can expose it, but, I mean, people expose paranormal on a Yeah, by a accident. They just have a to camera take, rolling outside their house, and they get Dobby running out of the, ho- out of the house. <laughs> to take on the paranormal is a whole different subject. To take on the paranormal is to fight the battles and deal with the consequences and having those consequences affect your life yeah to have have your decisions as a paranormal investigator of taunting questioning blah 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 um and having the result of your investigating affect people yeah affect can't like sorry to cut you off but no go ahead like for instance like this investigation that we're doing Mm mm-hmm there's so many consequences that could happen to the family based off of the actions and the way we investigate and how we handle the situation. Yeah. We go about things very cautiously and, you know, we, we think about that family as we investigate. Yeah. We're not going to go in there and just piss it off and like, you know, well, see you later. (laughs) You know, we're not just going to, yeah. But we're we're approaching it as a cautious situation. Okay. Do you got do you guys think this I have my opinion on this, but do you think that we've entered a whole new level yes. of ghost hunting? Yeah. This isn't what we're doing now isn't I wouldn't even call it ghost hunting. hunting. I'd say we're ghost hunting is walking around saying, Is there anybody there? We're going in there knowing there's something. What would you call it, Joe? Paranormal I, I would claim myself to be a demonologist. <laughs> a junior demonologist? I'd say, okay. Well, uh, A.K.A. Castle Cage, A.K.A. Junior. <laughs> I think I would... I, would, I, no, would, I, don't, I, would I wouldn't say a junior, a junior demonologist because regardless, dude, we have experience with de- demonic spirits. Yes. Yeah, I've, I've had experience since I was a little... I, I mean, you've been, you've been in the religious side of things for your entire life yeah i've dealt with it for like what seven plus years do you think you're i think that's, you're, enough, you're demonic, I think that's enough experience you, to say you, that you you think your demonic journey started when you moved into this house or before no, before would you say that there's a demonic force inside your house so dude <clears throat> they're there's this is one thing that I'm gonna say, and I've never told anybody this. I really feel like the so when I moved into this one apartment, and it was down in Littleton, Colorado. Um, it was like right when my first wife and I split up, and there was a demonic entity that lived in that house. It it. What are you doing? What the fuck Good are you doing? God. I'm listening <laughs> to what so you're distracting. saying. It's disgusting. Is that how you drive? 
<laughs> the people are probably looking behind him. Like, uh. What is that dude's deal? <laughs> and that's when I look at him. Anyway, they look um, at me and I make eye contact. And Daisy, <laughs> when Daisy was young, dude, we were like, she was like probably like not even six months. We were sleeping in the the thing in the bedroom, and Daisy's crib was in the room. Uh-huh. And like loud as loud as like hell. Somebody like ran up to her crib and like Sparta kicked it and her crib literally hit the wall and she woke up terrified. I jumped out of bed out of bed in like fight mode and like the everything was shaking, dude. Like same thing as paranormal activity. Like the whole room was shaking. See, that, whole, that's that's what I have to say is like, how does Hollywood get it so correct? I don't know. It's nuts, dude. It's like. So then, like, uh, shortly after my first wife and I split up, um, I was there alone, and I was sleeping, and I felt like I was laying on the bed, and I was home alone, and I I looked up, and I saw this old lady in, like, a white gown, like, hovering next to the door, like the and she went down the, the hallway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, she Drops hovered the down bed. the hallway the and went into the bathroom. <laughs> And I was like, no, fuck that. And I'm like, no, no, I didn't see that shit. I didn't see it. So I laid back down and like I felt hands reach through my mattress, grab the oh, top oh, of my forehead, oh. grab my neck, oh, grab God. my chest, grab my stomach, grab my hips, grab my legs all the way down to my feet. Like like 20 hands? 20 hands. Jesus and it was pulling me Jones. it was pulling me into the mattress like pulling me was this while you were dreaming or you were awake i was awake and it was pulling me into the mattress and i can feel myself indenting into the mattress and i um the first thing i thought was i rebuke you in the name of god I, in the name of jesus you, like i rebuke you in the name of jesus and, christ yeah and then like instantly it let me go dude and i was pressurized so much on the mattress that you i bounced, bounced up, up and i i landed on the floor dude and like it was the scariest shit like i used to hear cabinets and shit like open um we like nick and and yoli and i would sit in the the living room watching uh. tv dude and all the cabinets would just open ask nick He'll tell you, like, all the yeah. drawers and shit would open, the the doors would open. Is that the same house that you lived and you heard a, a lion roaring between you? No, that was my apartment up in oh, Pecos. Oh, okay. Right. But that night we were, like, kind of being dumb and we were looking up Illuminati and uh, Satan worshiper and playing songs backwards and we were, like, just being assholes. But, like, I think that... Pretty scary. That, like, particular house, like, played on my emotions, and it, it really brought me down to, like, a dark place, dude. It like, brought you into a de- depression? Like, a depression slash suicidal, like, like, existence. Like, it was so deep and heavy in that, that, that house, dude, that, like, it was just... I, I can't even describe it. And the Did only you, way I can let you like in through the door is just to say like, dude, the demonic forces play on your, your emotions and they 
They'll sit there and influence you to do, like, wrong decisions. Okay, how long after that happened did you wear that experience? Till this day. You still have it? You still fight with it? Till this day. That's how, that's how, what was that, 20 years ago? It was 10 years ago. 10 years ago and you're still have trouble with do 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 you ever have the feeling like you're crazy sometimes and that's any everything that i've read that's exactly what like anything demonic tries to isolate sometimes dude i feel like when we go investigate and i'm like dude you're dumb yeah like i hear a voice in the back of my head like what the hell dude you're wearing a vest you're fat as fuck. You're like investigating. <laughs> you're investigating a fucking like an abandoned place. Lumber up with cameras stairs. and shit. And you're like, you're fu-. like uh, in the back of the mind, my mind. I'm like, you're fucking dumb. Not just like, cameras. What the fuck dude, are you doing? Thousands of dollars worth of yeah. Equipment. Like and then and then I think like, oh dude, you spent like thousands and thousands and dollars of on equipment on fucking podcast shit on fucking cameras and this and that and you're like you're fucking stupid like what the fuck are you doing all the fucking money that you could be spending in that you could be putting it towards put like a business or something like that this is a business but i mean like a (laughs) like a successful business like this is like a like a you're saying we're not successful. No, not I'm not saying like <laughs> successful, but like you think about it, like all the thousands of dollars, like you could honestly put a down payment on like a food truck. Yeah. Yeah, you could have a taco truck. Yeah. Do, so, do, but do, we're, do, we're do, so do, passionate. Do, we're so passionate. Dude, we're about beyond this. passionate. We're obsessed. That it's like some. That's what I scares me. Like, it's an obsession. Like I have to think. Like it's not an obsession. Man, it's just a choice of life. My fu- my wife is like probably I think like it's not a choice. It fuck? was made for us. I always ask. I always ask Mrs. Brown. I'm like, ten years ago, like if somebody asked you, hey, you'd be dating like a paranormal investigator. Like, what would you think? Like it's so, it's so dumb sometimes because you're like you think like. I'm like, okay, well, I have five kids, I have a mortgage, I have this and that, and then, like, a house and car payments and whatnot, and you're like, okay, well, how much do you spend on paranormal investigation? I just thought of something. You have five kids. I have four. We have nine kids. Yeah. Nine kids. Baseball team. Nine kids and a dog. (laughs) Dude, I have a dog. Nine kids and a dog. Mrs. Brown is enough, though. I have a dog. (laughs) Sam, Sam's. He keeps but you busy. think about it, dude. Like Jesus, nine kids, man. That's a lot. I know. I know. Like it's it's kind of off topic, but like you really think about it, and you're like the time and shit that you invest into doing. But what this, do you like, get out of it? I mean, you're saying that you. I have investing not a lot, literally a lot have of not it. received a dime. I, well. Like you, dead October has. It doesn't not, have to be. No, we got, a, we got a cheese platter. No, I'm not saying that. that. Like we, we literally cheese never. So awesome, dude. Like dead October like has never cheese. literally earned a dime. Then why do you do it by char- like work? You're like making it sound like it's a huge waste of time. What do you get out of it? What? No, what I'm you not. You're not even listening to what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm saying that like it's such a passion that you spend thousands and thousands of dollars just to figure out where you belong in life so what do you so i'm not saying like i get anything out of it in the in the grand scheme of things i get the final answer 
But I'm asking you, what do you as a person get out of what you do? The final answer. And which is? There is an afterlife. Because in the grand scheme of things, dude, in the grand scheme of things, I could spend thousands or millions of dollars. We've spent okay. How much so money? why shouldn't that suffice your your wanting and need to know? And why couldn't you just drop it and walk away? Because I need to know more. Because it's an obsession. <laughs> it is. You guys push back on that word. It's an obsession. We're obsessed. It is an obsession. It is an obsession. But I'm just saying, like. Like in the grand scheme of things, dude, all these microphones, these, these, uh, this like podcast shit, the computers that we have to spend, um, money on, the TVs, like how many freaking TVs do we have? We have like freaking like what, 10? <laughs> we're about to buy another one. There's like 70 what, there's inches, like, baby. We're going to hang it on the wall. There's like gonna be awesome. three of them sitting down in the basement that don't even get used. If we see a ghost on camera, we're going to be able to see if it has mocha. And then not. we have like, we have all our paranormal <laughs> investigating equipment that we've spent like thousands and thousands of dollars on. But in the grand scheme of things, you look at it and you're like, holy shit, dude. We spent our whole entire life and invested financially and physically, mentally into something where in the long run, do we have an answer? Is it a means to an end? Name one paranormal investigator that has an answer. Zach Baggins and all those guys I have been doing you. it forever and gone to no. every single place That's in the wrong. earth, but I guarantee they That's don't wrong. have an answer. Because every no, every they paranormal do know that the demonic exists. Every paranormal investigator that that uh, That's an answer. What is their ultimate goal though? I don't know. You would have to talk to them. TV like, show. what is their ultimate goal? I think they fell into what they were doing. They fell into I, I think they never intended for what happened to them to happen to them. Yeah. And, and like I bet it, you if you asked them, they'd be like, shit, dude, we just made the best of what it was. I mean, like I said, we, we talk. I mean, sometimes we talk shit and we'll, like, joke no, and laugh. But at the at the end of the day, bottom line I is... I admire those guys. We, we idolize them. Not we, idolize. I, I, dude, I don't I idolize them. I admire them. I admire them. They're successful. They're trailblazers. You idolize them. I don't know. Idolize seen, is a big... How many episodes can you, you say? You, so you Me? say you Hardly. idolize Billy Tully? Ghost of Adventures. And lucky yeah, to be there, Wazley. I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing right now, and this is God's honest truth. I watched more of uh, Taps. Nanny McPhee. No, I watched more Taps episodes <laughs> than I ever watched of Ghost Adventures. Nanny McPhee. <laughs> uh, Taps. Okay, they were great. They faked. they were the originals. They faked evidence. How do you know that? Because I've seen it. I've seen the videos of them taking evidence. That. Was that just somebody trying to tear him down and you bought bought into it? No, I have seen the dudes from TAPS faking um, evidence. Did, see, that's... We should... The I, dude tied no. a string onto his jacket and then they were like, action. And then he like, he was like, oh, somebody pulled on his... Pulled on my hoodie. Well, that's that's yeah. between them and God. I've seen it, dude. That's they, between they them and God, though. Why do you think they're not around? They're still around. They're still making episodes. Dude, and then they fucking yeah, but bombed. Just, he, that Haas dude's like trying to like regain like his 
They, his credibility. Oh, dude, once your credibility is filled, once your credibility is gone, it's gone. Yeah, there ain't no regret. We have spent there years no building a credibility. There's no, there's no regret. Justin Hawes does no In life in general, you ruin your credibility. <laughs> What's his name, Jason Hawes? Jason Hawes? I, I have a hard time. We've built years of building a credibility. I have a hard time putting a name to these people because we don't know them. We don't know what they've been through. Yeah, dude. But about regardless, them. I mean, any paranormal investigator, dude. I'm, no I want to talk to like the people like us, the people who are out there on the week, just weekend warriors going out there and just investigating and, and trying to figure out things and pushing the field as far as they can That's go. What I Those are the people know. I want to talk to. I want to know what The guys at the top of the of mountain, it. they already made it, dude. I don't want to talk to them. They, what are they going to tell you? But they've we made stumbled it. into this? They've made it according to whom? Because they have a TV show, they've made it? Oh, yeah, they're millionaires. Yeah, Tec- but that... Technically. At the end of the day, when it comes to the line of work and the Dude, it, what we do, how is that yeah. made it? Like, I the, mean, like we, the gentleman we talked to the other day. We, call, if, we if called we, and we talked to him. I'd rather spend a thousand hours talking to that guy. Exactly. So let me... So let me Zach Baggins died, and you died next alongside Zach Baggins. Do, do you, are you equal? Yeah, we're all equals under the eyes of God. Okay, so Let whether he it, has a TV show and a million-dollar mansion in Las Vegas and we have a $360 home in Denver, Colorado, like, what's the difference? There is none. Exactly. So let me put it... Where, th- what are you talking about? Let me put it... My point way. is is that John John's just saying, like, if, if you have a TV show, like, what it, makes him better... I'm as a paranormal investigator, than no, I'm not but saying you said let me, that. Let me put it this way. Let's say we've like we found number one. I feel like that evidence is. Do you think we're the only ones to find number one? Well, hold on. Let me reiterate. So, based off of that video alone of us finding number one, we have found okay, our you answer. Got, you got to explain to people what number one is. Number one is the We've demon. We've explained it like a million times in every no, podcast. No, yeah, number one is the demon that, that inhabits Melvin Manor. Okay, okay if ahead. somebody doesn't, like, doesn't listen. That's all. So That's anyways, all. we found evidence of number one. Uh-huh. Yes, Ghost Adventures is more prosperous than they off of the evidence that they have found. They're the original. But at the same time... At the end of the day, what their goal is and what our goal is oh, to find the evidence of day. life after death, Nine we're days. equals. Mm-hmm. We're equals because, I mean, yeah. sure, they found evidence in more locations and more and Why and do you got to burp all over the, the world? freaking microphone? God dang, stop. Don't do that. And so are we, <laughs> are we less <laughs> prosperous than they are based off our... Not let's not talk about financials. Let's talk about ghost event or ghost and demonic evidence proving the other side. So we're we're both on the same path to prove that the other side exists, right? Mm. But yet they're more prosperous because they're the first. Sure. But how does that make them better than any other paranormal investigator? Dude, it's like saying... They're just on a okay, bigger stage. Let, let me put this in the acknowledgement of music. Michael Jackson did the moonwalk. No matter how many people that came after him to do the moonwalk, everybody was just like, oh, you're just copying Michael Jackson. 
Right? Is that wrong in saying that? You have to pay homage to the people who came and did it before you. You can't just poo-poo them. No, I'm not saying that I poo-poo them. I'm just saying just because they're on a bigger stage doesn't make them more important. Dude, he's Michael freaking Jackson. We're not talking about Michael Jackson. He's the originator of the moonwalk. These guys are the originators of ghost hunting. Okay, but they're... Yes. I'm not, not saying they're not... They're the not I'm not... I, they're one of them. They're not the originator. Well, nobody knew who Ed and Lorraine Warren were until they started making movies. To be honest. Like, to be 100% honest. Speaking of that, have you everybody seen the trailer knew, for the new movie? Everybody, Your average person wouldn't know who Everybody in the world Warren. knew before Any who Zach part? Baggins was before they knew who Ed and Lorraine Warren No. Yes. No. Dude, please. No. Please. Any paranormal investigator that is anybody who a was into it. Yes, but everyday it. average people. Yeah. Everyday average people would know who Zach Baggins was before they knew who those two were. Mm. Their movies came out after all this phenomenon started. The movies came out after apples and oranges. Mm-mm. Potato, potato, tomato, tomato. All I'm saying is that. I don't. I don't think we do ourselves or anybody else any justice by like kind of going after them because they're the original. No, it's we're not going target. after them. It's low hanging fruit. We're not going after them. Yeah, sure, we can fucking say shit about them. Oh yeah, like they're not fucking perfect. The people that it's not the blasphemy to talk crap about Zach. No, Baggins but I, Billy I just Pauly. think I, I just <laughs> like <laughs> God is going to be like, what the fuck, man? You're talking crap about my Almighty Messenger, it, it Billy Tolly. You're bad. a kiss ass. I'm going to tell you straight. If you're standing in this room, be like, dude, take your nose out of Zach's ass, straight up, man. Come on. <laughs> okay, you're getting. Oh my God, dude. There's uh, there's uh, oh, goosebumps bumps too. But. I'd rather what I was saying is I'd rather talk to people who are like us because Billy, real. we respect you, but you're a kiss ass. <laughs> I think we need to let go of the people who are on top and speak more to the people who are like us. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, dude. We're we're doing the same, if not better thing that they're doing just on a lower level yeah it's just i'm not not the only what we're doing isn't right the evidence that we've captured the only difference between equal or if not better than the only difference between us and them is they're on a bigger stage i agree with that 100 percent. for some god for some reason we catch evidence wherever we go there's not one one place that we've been to yet i say yet that we didn't not, catch not one thing. And I, I'll tell you this, fans I've that are to, listening. I've been to a couple where we didn't catch it. I'll tell you this. That was with your previous team. Fans that are listening right now, if you doubt us, Diva. I'm just going to tell you you're wrong. There, Everything that we, we do is 100%. I, we 100%. can't tell you how many times we've almost like went into a full-blown fight over evidence. And we have this rule. If two-thirds don't agree to it, it doesn't go in. And there's a lot of stuff that's hit the chopping block. Don't you think? We've left a lot of evidence on the side yeah. that, that we could have put in. Well, you left uh, that dude calling us fucking... Uh, what? What did he call us at Fort Francisco? 
We put that in there. No, we didn't. It was all half-assed. What do you call us? Fucking dicks? He called oh, my us, God, dude. He called us straight... Fo- dude, what are you talking about? We got a magical voice out of fucking thin air. <laughs> Not magical. That was clear as fucking day. John... We weren't even investigating, and we got a voice that I'm called us fucking. I've literally been on like this them. EVP like trip, like about for this EVP we caught. Because you guys like good. discard it, like it doesn't I did, mean I anything. I didn't discard it. I didn't discard. We literally like, have somebody in the middle like of fucking nowhere calling us like, fucking dicks, and you guys like discard it, like because you you're scared to get your panties in a twist. I didn't discard Nobody it. Discarded it. Dude, this last investigation, you're did like, we not? No, no, wait, wait. You're wait. like scared in of our defense, people. In, in your defense, in your defense, in this last investigation, we caught some pretty blasphemous crap. And I thought maybe we shouldn't, it would be in bad taste, maybe we shouldn't say it. And you guys fought me both on it. And it was a two-thirds majority, and we showed it. Did we yeah, not? because you, you're scared to present evidence that offends you. Not offends me. Yeah. No. That's why you don't want to show it. Uh, we, because did it we, offends you. Is it you. not in the episode, Chief? Is we it not there? We didn't put it in. And I agreed with you. I agreed with you. That was the two-thirds majority. <laughs> it was in the episode, was it not? For like a split second. So let it go already. It it's like out muffled. there. Oh, stop it. It's like, mm, fucking dicks. Okay. Will so you just let it go? <laughs> Dude, let the fucking dicks go. I think John, I think was that captured on John's John recorder? John never forgets. <laughs> That's one thing about John. He will never forget and never forgive. <laughs> it is like, captured Jesus, on John's, John's recorder. Dude, That's why he pushes it's it. It's in the episode. <laughs> it's not. Yes, it is. God. It's like half-assed. What did you want us to do? Spend the whole episode? This is the most best evidence we've ever captured. Job says that. He every- says it on every episode. What's the difference? <laughs> it's because every time this we uh, we one up. This is the most compelling evidence that we've we ever captured. Up. Well, I, I, I could say that. We do one up. This we, is every the best time evidence we get evidence, we've evidence we've dude, captured. we one up. It is the best evidence that we've ever captured. Okay. Dead October paranormal. Jonathan, what is, your, what is the greatest evidence we ever got? Fucking dukes. I it, I think fucking dicks oh just my as God. good as Sam Whitlock. No, no way. No, no <laughs> way. <laughs> Sam okay. Whitlock has I think a honestly dude, English accent. We're in the middle of a fucking desert and we catch fucking dicks. John, that's not John's like I think John's so in tune on that one because it was his recorder. Don't start. We're gonna end up <laughs> fighting. I don't want to fight. It's just dumb. <laughs> what What's yours, Joe? But the best evidence that we've ever best, captured by far coming from the guy that. Uh, don't start fights. We're not fighting here. Give him a second, guys. He's burning brain cells right now. Okay, I'll come out and say mine. Uh, mine is a tie between Sam Whitlock and the chick in the basement. Um, the full body apparition in the in the basement at Cripple Creek was mind blowing. It was next level shit, dude. That that right there proved to me that the other side exists. That was nuts. Why the hell would that being whatever it is? Uh, it's an intelligent hawk. Which, by the way, goes to build itself to investigated Cripple Creek and passed over it like go. it was garbage, and it turns out to be 
one of the the best investigations we've ever done. Yeah. They passed over it. And they only spent three hours there. But let's let's put the truth out there. Oh, yeah. The people, that's the truth. The people I'm not going to fight you on the truth. The people that dealt That is with our them, truth. They told us that. How that many investigations truth. have we done that two, Ghost two. Adventures has done? Two. Okay. And both of those places have both said they were Wyoming, both. Wyoming said the same thing. They said they were both rude. They were rude, yeah. They're rude, intolerable assholes and that they they did not appreciate their attitudes okay so it was every rock star but that doesn't stop us from listening to their no it doesn't but i'm just saying like they've left bad impressions and clearly not just one but two maybe even three places that we've investigated okay i can i can understand that one i'm just saying we shouldn't you shouldn't not bite the hand that feeds. You shouldn't you're talk like scared shit about to, people. But no, I'm not scared. You're of like anything. scared to like say like anything bad about them because you feel like it's like blasphemy or something. No, I'm not saying they're not God. Everything we've said is truth. So these, say these, the truth. These aren't words that came out of our mouth. These are words that came out of the people's mouths that dealt with them. I just think it, that we've spoke to. All right, let it go. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say I'm not gonna continue this argument. <laughs> All right. Well, well no. We're, come we're, on. We're, I asked you a question. You got to answer it before we question? go. You're not gonna get off the hook that easy. What was the question? What was the best evidence you think oh, you've captured? Um, like we captured or I've captured? Not you. We. Because I've captured some pretty badass shit. Yeah. I've captured... Name the, one thing. With your, I've captured the best evidence that I've sh- ever captured. <laughs> your, past, your past team of straight bullshit. <laughs> I would say... N- bullshit. I'm saying... My feelings are hurt. Come on. <laughs> Out. Out with it. Jesus, this is like the Batman thing well, dude, with John. It's so much, there's so much evidence, dude. There's got to be one thing that sticks out in you. The mind. best thing that I've ever, that we have ever captured, I would agree, Cripple Creek. What? The the apparition in Cripple Creek. In what about the apparition that disappeared when you put light on it? You're completely discrediting that one. But that no, that's not. We're not discrediting. We're just saying what our personal best is. That's like hands down one of our best evidence because yeah, it appears and reappears. You can't tell me what I think and what I don't think. Why didn't you say that that <laughs> one then? You didn't. You no, said you said f and dicks because it would just <laughs> it was your it was sticking our crop. No, I didn't say that was our best evidence. <laughs> okay, what what is our best evidence according to you then? I just fucking told you what fucking dicks? The fucking apparition. <laughs> what apparition? The one that appeared and re- disappeared. Where? Dude, we've had a lot of apparitions. Give me two fucking mm. seconds to say. I'm gonna say my I'm equal with the apparition at Cripple Creek, and then uh, capturing the demonic figure at uh, Malvern. Is that the one you were talking about? Well, you give me two seconds, I'll fucking tell you. Well, you just spent two seconds trying to yell at me, so <laughs> go ahead, spit it out. I'm trying I not just, to cuss here. <laughs> it's really hard when you're dealing with jackasses. Panties in a twist. Hurry up, go. Spit it out. Unclench your butt. Jeez. Oh, God, here we go with the Batman thing all over again. So, in my defense, 
our best evidence yours is a diva. the apparition <laughs> at Cripple Creek that appeared in re or disappeared. Oh, from the new season? Yes, god damn it. Why didn't you say that? Good you wouldn't Lord. shut up and let me say it. I didn't Lord. I'm not the one you're the one that's like timid. Jesus, it's so hard not to cuss right now. There's Good so many Lord. words that I want to say. Well, quit being a vagina and say it. <laughs> okay, that's all the time it we have. It would be such a turnoff if we were just sitting here. Mother- <laughs> all right, folks. Well, that's all the time that we have for Dead October Paranormal and this argument. No, it's not an argument. It's a discussion. We discuss very loudly. I debate. Did you ever say... Oh, you said Cripple Creek. Okay. I said Cripple Creek in Melbourne. You can't discredit Melbourne. No, I'm not... That place is epic. I'm not going to say nothing about Melbourne. I I did... Melbourne will always hold a special place in my heart. The the one thing about Melbourne is... Whether you guys think... That I'm frustrated about is that I went to Melbourne and I didn't want to be there. And that that kind of ruined it for me. I want to go back. I didn't want to be there. Ooh, that chills. When you said that. What? <laughs> that I didn't want to be there? No, it felt like somebody like went, like, you know, like somebody just goes right on your back. Like, yeah. Man. So that's what I felt like. I this like, time we should go back and we'll all three want to be there. I think John has resting B face. John's just tired. You're about to go on vacation, for God's sakes. Good that, God. The next enjoy. two episodes are going to be without you. You're going to be sitting on a yourself, beach. Please. Thank God. Well needed. Would you go sit there and just do Fucking nothing please and drink enjoy and yourself? Have, have to fun. stare at Job's ugly mug. Jesus. Good God. You've been such a Debbie Downer these yeah. last two weeks. What was that? Well, I don't know. <laughs> that was weird. That is- no, I. But do please go have fun, dude. You deserve it. It's have, new, have it's, some salt on your margarita. I'm I'm happy for you that you're going and you're getting away and you're going to have fun. John's rolling his eyes. I'm trying to be legit and real here. Go have fun, dude. I'm I'm happy that you get to go <laughs> sit on a beach and do nothing. I'm gonna because I don't have to deal with his jackass. What the fuck week. did I do? I didn't even do anything. You're an ass clown. You're okay. just sitting there with resting bitch face, let, like let, fucking hey, pouting. Let's ask him this: Can we call you during your vacation and do an episode with you on the phone? Nope. Why? No. Why? No. Can you do a ten-minute segment? Nope. <laughs> Don't be a douche. <laughs> you could do a ten-minute. We'll segment. try to get Zach Baggins on the phone. Yeah, I think we maybe have. he'll treat us <laughs> we, better. We probably have a better <laughs> chance of getting Zach Baggins. Good luck with that, and John. After we come, we should call Josh and get Josh heard on the phone. That'd be cool. Do you think he'll do it? I think he would do it. All right. Until next time, dude. We got I, some special guests coming up. We gotta, we gotta line them up. We John, got, we got, we got a doozy that we're trying to. Line up John right can now. suck the salt <laughs> off of a margarita in Florida. Let him have fun, dude. He's earned it. We've been through hell those last two years. I wish I could go sit on a beach and do nothing for a whole week. Yeah. As fanboy John says from Florida, stay paranormal. You better call in, you son of a bitch. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Stay paranormal, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for sticking with us. What is this, take six of this episode? We've done this episode six times, and we're finally done. A salute to all of you, and a salute to ourselves. 
Live long and prosper. To all the people of the world, I once more give expressions That the only thing we have to fear is... Any friend, friend.